Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I have helped hundreds of men. Maybe we're into the thousands now. I don't keep that good of track of my numbers, but I know we're at the very high hundreds. I've helped so many men get their banter skills in shape so that they're able to get women off of the internet or off the street and onto a date. Guys that don't know how to talk or have rehearsed plan lines or bad pickup artist moves don't get the dates. Girls want authenticity, and I can teach you how to authentically banter, create attraction, flirt, tease, tease without offending her. I know that's a big thing you guys are always worried about, and be that smooth, easy breezy guy that you've always wanted to be. You can't do it unless you put in the work. So email me at kristen at kristenandchill.com, and we'll work something out. I want you to get your banter skills in shape. And if it's not your banter skills, I can make you a kick-ass profile. I've got the eye for it, baby. I know what women are looking for and I get guys so many matches. Why let all those guys get the matches when you can get them too? So again, email me at kristen at kristenandchill.com and we'll figure out exactly what you need to get your dating game where it should be, which is way up high. Right now, it might be ankle height. And unless you have really, really, really high ankles, that's not very high. So I'll hopefully see you at kristenandchill.com. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of The Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a fresh Ask Women podcast. We know you've been waiting, but you've been enjoying hearing our throwback episodes as well because there's so much stuff in there with the almost 10 years of podcasting that we've been doing. But we're glad to be doing a new one for you guys. I'm one of your hosts, Kristen Carney from kristenandchill.com. And of course, the ever effervescent and lovely Marnie Kinris is joining us as well (laughs) from winggirlmethod.com. And today we have Ladon. And Ladon is a business systems analyst who is going to explain why his position and what he does is relevant to you guys and how it will help you use this advice that you hear on our show and other shows and read on blogs, etc. all the time. So Ladon, thanks for joining us and let's let's get into it. Well, first off, before I say anything about my ideas or anything, I want to you know thank you all for allowing me to be on your show. Yes, welcome, Ladon. So yeah, so can you tell us about being a business systems analyst and like how that helps you with consuming dating advice? 
How do those correlate? Yeah, sure. And before I do that, I, before I even do that, I just want to thank you for even having me on your show. Uh, I am a fan and I am a consumer of your products. And I've learned a lot as a man. And, you know, you have so much great content out there that it, it consistently reminds me of the need to think of dating advice and masculinity from a systems perspective, right? Right. So, you know, I guess in it really being um, crisp and concise here, you're pulling information from a lot of different areas and you're trying to make it work together in a way that allows you as a man to be you know, congruent and in alignment with your your values, with your natural gifting, your abilities to communicate in your foundational value structure, yeah. right? So that you can be authentic in how you're conveying information. So for me, I'm a very visual learner and it was a natural uh, alignment there and taking something, visualizing it as a means of comprehending it. I um, mean, making me, allowing me to apply some principles that I'm learning. So our podcast didn't help at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, Absolutely does, not visual. The way that I process He's it. like, I can't see it. <laughs> well, no, but that's my gift. My gift is that I take what's not visual and I make it visual. And in me, so doing that, I remove a lot of the complicated things out of it for me. Right. So let's, let's be clear about that. Everybody can't just look at the things that I do and get the same thing out of it. I'm a big part of the skill is learning how to learn. <laughs> yeah, which is I have huge. To learn how to learn. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. Like in your description, it says expert learner, mm-hmm. which yeah. really is its yeah. own skill. And I know it takes me a lot to learn, learn how to learn. Right. So it doesn't come <laughs> it's naturally. Hard for her to speak to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm learning that. No, I'm the exact same way. I had a really hard time. I went to public school. I had a very hard time learning the same way that everybody else learned. And I thought I was stupid for a very long period of time. Turns out I am, but no, I'm just joking. No, but like I learned later that I like audio and I like video. And I learn most when I have somebody passionate in front of me explaining information rather than studying from a book. I can't, I don't consume information from written word or I don't take in as much as I can from written word. So I think learning how you learn is such an important thing in life. And I I love when LaDon brought this topic to me. At first, I was like, wait, I'm not really sure if I understand this (laughs) because I was reading his email as I'm, you know, taking in the information. Right. No, but... Then I started paying attention, not that I don't typically pay attention on my coaching calls, but to like a few of my coaching clients who had said that they just feel very, you know, overwhelmed. There's so much to take in. And I think, you know, teaching somebody how to consume this information that we've put out there, and not just Kristen and I, but so many other experts and people put out there is so essential. So Ladon, I, I love this topic and I would love for you to explain mm. to our learners how they can learn. Mm. Well, I mean, so the first thing is understanding the reason for taking this approach, because I think a skill is to know who to listen to and who not to listen right. to, <laughs> number one, and to understand how to integrate that into your own value yeah. structure, right? Okay. You know, let's, let's set the stage here. You know, let's, I'm talking to two beautiful women to, who are experts and at the top of their game, right? And leaving this environment and going to talk to anyone, right? And being able to engage them. There's anxiety that's there, number one. So there's also sometimes the the inability to articulate exactly what it is that you're feeling, you know, in that moment, number two. And sometimes it's a part of being able to articulate having the skill needed to know how to package that in mm-hmm. a way that people are going to be receptive to, particularly and especially women, mm-hmm. right? Definitely. Because there's different filters there that men don't necessarily have with one another 
And if we do have it, we drink a beer and forget about right. it. Right. It's not that serious. You know, that same methodology, that same level of approach doesn't necessarily work when you're interacting with them because there's a different level of sophistication there, expectations, da 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 da, all of that extra stuff. So, anyway, you know, bringing that back instead of getting all of it, because it's easy to go down a rabbit hole in this space. You know, the, the bigger challenge is being able to, like, when you say it like Marnie, you said, well, LaDonna, I read stuff, but I don't learn that way. Well, I don't either. It's boring, but I do the work. And I underline the things that I want that I feel are important. And then I take those things that I've underlined them and I move them to a separate sheet where I can organize them and move them around and prioritize. Them. And I think I've sent you some visualizations that, you, yeah. know, you know, that will allow us. I can't see Kristen. Kristen is like, Kristen is like, so there's she go. Now she's moving. Okay. Oh, you couldn't <laughs> see me? I think she was frozen. Oh, that's so sad. You can't see me. The whole point of being on the show is so you can look at my face. Now I see you. You're frozen on my end, but. Or you were just really still processing information. <laughs> yeah, she's she's taking in what you're saying. Yeah, we're visual learners. We're like engaged in this stuff. Yeah. If I'm boring the hell out of you, I want to know. So I mean, <laughs> you know which I'm not. But no, Marnie beats me if I talk. So yeah. <laughs> well, hey, this this is all free fun. I mean, because at the end of the day, I respect you all's, you know, your expertise in your areas. You know, and I'm just trying to convey the, the information that I have in a way that aligns well with it. So, you know, there's so much information. Like I have to make a list of what all my good qualities are. And Oprah says something in one of her videos online, one of her motivational speeches that really, really resonated with me. And it was like, okay, your whole goal in life is to become the best of who you are, right? Mm -hmm. And that was the big theme of it. And she's saying that the way that you accomplish that is you, you become more of who you are and, you know, the best of who you are, right? So you want, well, let me reframe that. She's saying that you want to aspire toward being your highest, grandest vision of yourself. Yeah. Right. Right. And the way that you do that is becoming more of who you are and being the best of who you are, which means that as people, we take these personality profiles and it says, well, you're this, and you're that, and you're that, and you're an Aries, and this is how Aries behave. And, you know, you got all of these things. And some of those things may be true contextually, but they may not necessarily be true in a lot of other situations. Okay. Right. So the challenge is becoming more of who you are. Right. And being able to apply some sense of wisdom and understanding to how you're applying. I mean, it's okay to be silly and charming, but it's not appropriate with everybody. And even if it is appropriate, you may have to utilize that capability in a different manner, depending on who your audience is or who you're interacting. So I love what you're saying, and I want to interject for a second. Mm -hmm. Do you know who Larry David is? Larry David, he's from Curvy Enthusiasm. Okay. If Kristen could slap you, she would slap you right now for not knowing who this is. I would come through the computer right now. <laughs> this is like her God. This is her Oprah. He's my, yeah, he's okay. my hero. But basically, mm -hmm. he has said that on his show, so his show is really successful and it's just he's playing himself, mm -hmm. but he's playing a heightened mm -hmm. version of himself. So mm -hmm. when I work with my clients, when I'm working with banter, I always talk about mm -hmm. having your personality on this volume scale. So it's almost like an old mm -hmm. school radio where you turn, you know, you turn the knob down to zero or up to 11. That's a reference for Spinal Tap mm -hmm. listeners if they mm -hmm. like the movie. So you can, <laughs> okay. you can right. adjust the volume of who you are depending on the scenario. And that's really advantageous. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So if you're, you know, in your daily life, just doing your work in your office, you're probably set at your volume is like at a four, you know, maybe you're doing your thing. You're just kind of in your head, your, your computer, someone comes by, you maybe pop up to a six. Oh, like, Hey Josh, how's it going? And you know, you become a little bit more animated and then you go back to your four. Mm. But then when you interact with women, you want to turn your volume up to the appropriate volume with a woman and show off that charisma and that charm. 
you kind of mentioned that, you know, being the most of what you are or being all of what you are, not just kind of shrinking. Mm. So, I mean, sometimes if you turn your volume up to 11, it can be obnoxious in a sense if we're talking like going on a date, but it's the same idea of being who you are, but turning up the intensity on it and not watering yourself down, obviously. Yeah. So. So I frame that a little bit different. Um, I'm in agreement with everything that you've said. I think one of the first things that I'm in agreement with is this is my hero. This is somebody who I've identified as a source of information. I accept that a source of information is something that has value for me. And I choose to implement that into my day-to-day operational or my mode of operating, right? So that's the first thing. You know, I think the second thing that stands out is me as a man, me personally, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to turn up and down. I want that to be a natural thing. And it's very much appropriate. The way that I capture that is, and I don't know the, the capability of you sharing video or anything like or a screen or anything like that. With this, and it may not necessarily be necessary. But what I've done is I've split things in my life in three different areas. There's my philosophical character. That is a part of who are my heroes and who do I listen to when everything else doesn't work? And, you know, that's the first piece of it. The second piece is my own personal character and being able to categorize that and package it in a way that when I'm working on that area of my life, I have a lot of information access, right? Who may not necessarily be from my heroes per se, but they may be from people who I feel are legitimate, you know, credible sources of information and truth for me, right? I mean, then there's my professional character. And it's, you, you look at the reason why I look at those three things is I don't look at what you all are saying to me as women, as LaDonna, that's how you go back a bunch of hot chicks, right? You know, that's how you go get you some tonight. You know, I don't look at it like that. I look at it like this is the man who I want to become. And this is the lifestyle that I want to live. And these are the things that I need to do it. And these are the attitudinal adjustments that I need in order for me to accomplish. Them, right. So really what you're saying is how to pump yourself up to take in and consume information. Not necessarily no. like how to... No, that's not correct. There is a place for pumping yourself up. Yeah. Because one of the things that you talk about in your material, Marnie, is having this ironclad sense of confidence. So like I listen to some affirmations in the morning, right? And there's some days where I have to listen to that like all day, right? And mm-hmm. I like this, this love letter to myself, yourself that I've got online. I recorded it and I listened to it, Right. Because I have to, there's some times where the victory isn't getting the phone number. It's not getting the date. It's not getting something that night. Sometimes the victory is, wow, you know, she was interested in me or she wasn't. But irregardless, I got to go home and I got to make sure that I feel good about me, that I'm talking well to myself. So there is a place for pumping yourself up because that's when you're, when you're building your sense of worth, your self-esteem, you have to consistently do that to the point to where it's automatic, right? So it's, it's a different approach to consuming information because instead of me wanting to worry about the woman or the women all the time, I want to worry about what I'm trying to accomplish in life. And I want to be able, what I've come to find is that the things that you're teaching sometimes span across other areas in my life. And the lesson may not necessarily be in going to a club or going to the grocery store or to the bar or whatever it is to get a phone number. It may be interacting with that person who you're interacting with at work. Or it may be something that that's totally platonic, a platonic friendship or something like that where some of those same principles apply and I can apply them in that moment more effectively than I can apply them in an environment that I'm not confident. I don't know. Does that make sense? I know that's long. It does. That's a lot. Completely. No, 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 it's not long-winded. It's helpful. So how does someone learn to apply it? Hang on to that question, Krista. And then I'm going to deviate for just for about like 30 seconds here. Somebody said to me, LaDon, know who you are 
and know whose you are. And I'm like, okay, Confucius say, what the fuck that mean? Like, I mean, you know, that, <laughs> that, that, didn't, that didn't resonate with me. That was a very <laughs> complex, profound statement, right? But I've come to find that it took me 10 years to figure that out. And I'm actually more on the tail end of it. But, you know, obviously, but so I'm going to package some things just to keep us focused and to keep me from, you know, make this useful to your listeners, right? There's something called resiliency out there. And there's a model by Dr. Linda Hoops that she has something and she has like seven characteristics, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven characteristics of resiliency. So I'm going to frame what I'm saying to you into that, right? Because you want resilient men to know how to interact with a woman and not just a woman, but know how to interact in life, period, right? To where they have that iron class sense of confidence. And one of the first things, which you all say a lot, the abundance mentality, her thing is having a, a positive view of the world, helping individuals to see changes in their environment as challenging yet filled with opportunity, right? This is off of her research with business people. But I think that this research with business people applies holistically in your life, right? Because you have to have a positive, you have that abundance mentality. Okay, there's plenty of women out here, LaDon. She don't like me, she don't like me, whatever. I got this money, you know. You know, you got to have that going for you. I have that going. Right. But, you know, it's something that when you're communicating with men who don't have that going for them, that's one of the things they have to understand. You're just you're trying to have a positive view of the world, not just your dating life. You're trying to develop a, a more resilient mentality and you get to apply that in many different environments. This is just one of those. environments. So I'm going to pause for a moment and let you all interject or I can keep going. I'm fully capable of it. No, keep going. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the second thing is, is having a positive view of yourself, right? How she describes that is helping individuals develop, develop their capabilities so that they can act confidently and effectively during uncertainty, which has a lot to do with what you all do for a living, right? You have a man, he's uncertain when he's interacting with this woman, and you're trying to help him to develop his capabilities so that he can act confidently, right? So some of this is having structures, for one, to where... a it's not just building a structure, it's building a structure that works, right? So her model, I you know, learned about this back in 2013, 2012, or whatever. Her model didn't work for me fully, but it gave me something to package what I'm doing in a way that I can channel that energy into getting to where I'm trying to go. So those are the first two things is having a positive mindset toward the world and towards yourself. But it took me a lot of work to develop that positive mindset of myself. And I'm still working at it. But there's a lot of power to it once you start getting there, right? So then the second thing, and this is the part that this conversation is going to come. One of them is being focused, right? Helping individuals to focus their energy on a clear set of priorities to serve as a guide during change. So we got focus, which is a lot about what our conversation is right now. And the other one is being organized, helping individuals to establish and apply effective structures and processes during change, right? So on one end, you're very focused on what you're doing. And where you're trying to go, because getting that woman's number doesn't, I and mean, getting that woman isn't always the goal, right? I don't want to get something that I can't sustain because it's only going to be thorns attached. So I want something that I can sustain, right? And I have to build my capabilities in order to do that, which is what you all's expertise is. But I have to be organized because if I'm going to be a leader, because that's what men do, right? We lead, supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to find a way to take all of this information. You know, and I look at some of the information that you've taught, Marty, like right here in my notes, you know, top living characteristics that women want, mistakes that men make, confidence, right? You know, vulnerability, authenticity, you know, femininity, you know, banter, right? You know, the tools, you know, I look at all of that. That stuff puts you in a cognitive stupor if you try to apply it all at one time in a situation that you're not comfortable and confident because that time is autopilot mode. That's, that's showtime, right? 
I mean, Kristen, that's your that's what you do, right? You get on the stage, you don't get there and just be like, oh, mm-hmm. you drop the mic. Deuces, see y'all. Those are my best sets. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the women that I run across, they don't respond too well to that. I mean, you know, that's like, okay, who's this jerk? You know, I mean, <laughs> what was that about? You know, so my way of dealing with this is saying, look, I don't, I don't feel like doing those. What I do want is I want to be able to look at something briefly, an accurate understanding of what I need to be doing in a moment. And I need to be able to rebuild myself immediately when I go into a situation where there is a negative, some type of negative thing has happened that will produce negative self-talking to me. Does that make sense? It does. But I want to push you back toward how we started the show, which is yeah. how to learn to implement all of this stuff. So we're talking about all the stuff that you've implemented and what you're implementing. Yeah. But how did you do that? How did you get yourself to a point to implement all of this stuff? Well, first, I'm very focused, which is one of the things in the model here. And I'm very organized. Organized. Okay. Because what happens is the reason why you need organization is because life is weird. We don't get to work on the same things when we want to and achieve the results that we want when we want to do it. It does, Life doesn't work like that. Every day, every moment is different. We get thrown curveballs all the time, and it's our responsibility to figure out what's appropriate in that moment. When you're organized, it's like a database. You're accessing the information that you need to get you through that moment, right? And the focus allows you to not only apply the thing that you need to apply in that moment, but it allows you to apply it in a way that's consistent in the direction that you're trying to go towards your ultimate goal. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So you have to figure out how to do that for you. Right. I sign up for so many things on a whim. I'll just, you know, be laying in bed and I'm like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Download that app. Sure. Subscribe. Or there's that one show on uh, Paramount Plus that I kind of want to watch. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. If I download the app and subscribe, maybe I'll force myself into watching it. And then before I know it, I've never watched it. And I've totally forgotten that I've signed up for that subscription. So I'm paying lots and lots of money that I shouldn't be. So that's why I downloaded Rocket Money. And you should too, because it will save you hundreds per year. Rocket Money puts all your subscriptions into one place, tells you even if you're paying double for one subscription, and allows you to simply cancel. Just hit cancel. Rocket Money takes care of the rest. It's so convenient. So get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash ask. Seriously, like I said, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash ask. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash ask. The NFL playoffs are here, guys, and I know you want to get betting on them. You're going to waste this season if you don't. It's almost over. And Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Obviously, the NFL playoffs, they've got pro basketball, college basketball, UFC, MMA, you name it, they've got it. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. 
Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting, or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. So when it comes to learning, like for me, I need reminders Mm -hmm. because I'll hear things, you know, Mm -hmm. do this, do that. This is how you raise your vibration or whatever it may be. But then when I'm in my Mm -hmm. everyday life, I forget about those things. So like if I put something on my wall, I did this recently where I wanted to do something. And so I got a Mm -hmm. whiteboard. I put it on my wall right where I see it every single morning when I wake up. And it's Mm -hmm. that's for me, that's how I learn to implement things in a sense. Because if I don't have something constantly reminding me to improve myself or to focus on a certain thing, I go back into my everyday baseline of how I function, which is just like, okay, I need to pick up this from the pharmacy and I need to write my friend back. And so unless those things are staring me in the face, I don't learn. So it's like someone like me needs kind of something in their face constantly to be able to implement. Yeah, I'm exactly the same way. I'm going to show you my phone here. So you're not going to be able to read that. I can't read but it, but this I, is my phone. I have an idea. So for our audience, it looks like what you have is mm. like a spreadsheet of basically all the stuff that you want to work on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really helpful. And almost like taking that and making it the background of your phone, you know, or the desktop on your computer. So it's a constant reminder oh, yes, right. I need to work on my confidence. I need to do this. I need to do that. Because there's so many things that people want to be good at in their life. They want to be confident. They want to be skilled at their job. They want to be great with the opposite sex. They want to look good. Mm. They, you know, there's so many things. And so when 
they're all just floating around in your head like little puzzle pieces. Mm. They're just going to keep floating until you put together that puzzle and figure out how do I do all of these self-improvement things without feeling overwhelmed. And I think like how you have it written down is a really good starting point so that it's like, okay, I heard this on the Ask Women podcast. This is what I want to implement for this month. Yeah, I heard this on someone's YouTube channel and I read this in a book. And now boom, boom, boom. Those three things I've written down, I see every day. And I'm going to... And I'm going to try to integrate them into my life. Yeah. And understanding that even though I'm a visual learner, there's other modalities that work for me. You know, what I listen to works for me. The type of music that I listen to, if it's a song that positively reinforces some of these things, then I listen to it over and over and over again, right? You know, Mm -hmm. uh, because at the end of the day, it's not the big step that produces, you know, this is a lifelong journey. Like, like Oprah said, we're, we're trying to become that. How do we first? So to become, would you say repetition is a big part of that? I think repetition is a big part of it. And I think what's, you know, meaning the willing to take risk. Yes. You know, is a part of being repetitious is, is important. But I think your inner game after the effort is key, you know, and your inner game during the effort is key. So what you're saying to yourself, what you're telling yourself. And what you're believing about yourself. Yeah. You know, and to me, that's the victory. To me, that's, it's not to get the response because, you know, like a gentleman that you had on here before talking about, you know, his whole sense of self-worth and value. I'm good. Like, I don't need you to, I don't need you to affirm me. You all preach stoutly against that. You know, you don't need to seek approval from women or anybody else. You got to have that going for yourself. Right. You know, so instead of me trying to go out here, you know, I mean, there are times I'm like, oh, I got Right. You know, and I'm going to go in there, you know, and try my best, you know. But at the end of the day, my mindset in that situation is, is LaDon all right? You know, is me, is LaDon's relationship with LaDon? And how did you get to that point of being okay with yourself? Because I know a lot of our listeners struggle with that. So I do certain things. Um, Number one, I had to go and inventory what my good qualities are. Right. That's a great idea. And then even though I have these great qualities, I realized, hey, LaDon, there's a lot of situations where you're not, authentically being that, right? So that's the first thing I had to understand that there's a gap between where I am and where I should be, you know, it could be, you know, based off of what I believe to be true about myself. It's the process because, you know, what happens is I'm so cranial, I get rejected a lot because people are like, dude, to hell with all that you're talking about. Like, I forget about, you know, I just need, I just want to have fun and enjoy the moment, you know? But I've been so tenacious for so long that I'm, the other parts of my life, and that's another thing, men, our careers are so important to our abilities to feel feelings of self-efficacy right. and to feel confident in our ability. So when that part of your life is in disarray, it's so hard to have the other part of your life right. Oh, absolutely. Because you're so consumed. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So yes, to answer your question, Kirsten, this is a journey, it's a process for me that I'm very much committed to. So I listen to, I have audio tapes of certain affirmations there's like one that's a really good one, like Lavender through YouTube. She has a thing of affirmations. I sent it to the morning. I put a picture of it. And, you know, it's just some great affirmations. It's not like, oh, I'm cool. I'm handsome. I'm good in the bed. It's not those type of affirmations. You know, it's just reading you some of those affirmations and you seeing the power and the value behind it. And she's saying things like, I am shine brightest around my truest self. You know, I'm smart. I'm creative. I'm capable. I have the power to create my own dream life. You know, she's saying things like, so... I split those affirmations. I'm going to say this before you interject, because this part is important. I think it's important that your listeners get this, that there is that portion 
of your life. But then there's that portion of I love myself and I have a relationship with myself. I'm not looking to strangers to hold me up. I'm putting me first. I'm accepting myself as I am. I'm protecting and defending and cherishing myself. I'm building me up every single second of every single day. Those are two separate things. Yeah. So it's almost like there's a hierarchy, you know, so if we picture a triangle at the base, mm. at the base of that, in order to get to the top, it's like you have to start with the self-affirmations in a sense, because you can't get to the next level of wanting to even implement what you're learning because you don't feel worthy yet. You can. So you can. first you have to start feeling worthy at that foundational level. Then you can take the next step to implementing those things. Mm -hmm. Then the next thing on the hierarchy will be actually not just implementing those things, but getting great at those things. And so it's like, it's almost like, you know, what you're saying in a sense is like having this foundation to be able to want to learn or to implement what you're learning. So if you don't have that stuff in order, yeah. then what you're learning is almost it's like it's just going one ear out the other. Yeah, it's just floating yeah. around in mm. the universe, basically. Yeah, exactly. And I think most information is like that. Like, I think it's going in with, with the attitude of understanding it's going to be a process. Because I get emails all the time a day after people purchased mm. my program and say, this isn't working. I don't like it. It's not what I thought it would be. And I'm like, you literally mm. just got it 16 hours ago. But okay. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. But I just find that interesting that a lot of people are like, I'm going to read something and then I'm going to be a master. And they don't understand that there's a full process to it. Even though at the beginning mm. of most of my programs, it is stated this is a, <laughs> it's a process. But I think that, that having that attitude and knowledge going into the learning process, the fact that it's going to mm. take time, that you're going to make mistakes, you need to have a strong sense of self, even if that's what you're learning about how to do. But reaffirming and reassuring yourself continuously, getting clear on what your goal is so that you can stick with it and not give up. Like everything you guys are talking about is exactly what's needed to continue learning. And once that foundation is there, you can effectively learn anything that you want to because you have that confidence moving forward and you have the mm. stick with it attitude that knows it's not going to happen overnight. And even when that stick with the attitude crumbles, you've got to pick yourself back up. I did this recently. I bought a book. It was like an affirmation slash manifesting book. And I filled it out. And I did the same thing that Marnie's just mentioned that a guy or two will do when he buys a product and 16 hours later, he's not this, you know, debonair, Suave, debonair, charming man. Right. Yeah. So I did the same thing where I got this book. I ordered it off the internet. I filled it out and I was putting my visions. I did affirmations, which I would never usually admit to the world. I looked in the mirror. I, I followed mm. their directions and I literally stared myself in the face in the mirror, did the affirmations. And then I fell really hard. Like the next day, I fell really hard. And not that I was expecting it to mm. work right away. But it was like, okay, I just did that. And now comes the work. Like that wasn't, that wasn't the final step to the process. This is going to be a long ongoing thing. And there's going to be a lot of bumps in the road. Mm. And so you have to give yourself grace if you fall off and you're not learning as quick as you thought you would, or you're not implementing as quickly as you thought you would. So what I want to add to that is, and Marnie alludes to this in some of her videos, your belief system. 
is very critical because as human beings, we don't, we like to believe we have control, but we don't. We only can have certain amount of control. And then we get to a point in life where it's like, life is crap. Like, I mean, because it's like everything we're doing is not working. And then when that happens, like when you're saying everything crumbles, you got to have something to fall back on. And that thing that you fall back on has to work for you. I mean, is it going to be a bracelet in the placebo effect? If that works for you, hey, so be it. Is it a la ja or the, the elephant head guy, whatever that may be. So be it. That's your business. I don't care. You know, it has to be what works for you. And you have, you know, I think everybody needs to understand that, you know, there's two things that are very important, two relationships. I love me. And that thing that I believe in loves me. And that's good enough for me. And everybody else is, you know, hollow. Like your pen isn't really relevant, right? You know, it's like the guy you said, you know, I work on me. I like who I'm becoming. I like what I've done. I'm a likable person. The conversation is over. You don't like me, fuck off. Blessings of prosperity to you there. If you still don't like me, live long and prosper. You know, I mean, we have nothing to talk about at that point. So, you know, the things that stand out to me in relation to what you're saying, um, Kristen, is that, yes, you have to have that foundation of building yourself up, right? But here's the other part. You have to have that interconnected sense of focus and organization. Because if you're not focused on something that you are authentically vested in accomplishing, then you lose that motivated interest of doing all of the hard work. That's the first piece. And the second piece is if you're not organized, meaning if you're overwhelmed by information, there's despair that doesn't relate, that's not interconnected, and that's not in alignment with a harmonious sense of values. Because if you're trying, if this guy says, oh, screw her and buy her flowers, why? Because she'll just shut the hell up and like it. And this other guy saying, well, do it because, you know, that's what she likes. She respects you. You respect her. So, I mean, the information that you're pulling in, it has to be harmonious. You're doing yourself a disservice if you're pulling yourself, pulling in information from things that are in conflict with one. Why? Because what that does is it inherently puts you in conflict with yourself. That's why you have to be organized so that you can sort through a lot of that complexity, a lot of those conflicts, and figure out, okay, this part I'm going to keep, and this part I'm going to pitch, and this, I'm going to replace it with this. You have to have that sense of organization. Yeah. Right? To align and to complement your sense of this is who I am, I like it, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Right? Because that that doesn't mean anything of value if you're behaving in a way that doesn't work. Yeah. Right. And growing and Mm -hmm. the self help stuff, it's not a one size fits all thing. So one piece Mm -hmm. may work for you and another piece might not work for you. So you're like you said, Mm -hmm. you're picking and choosing. And it's like you're creating it's it's like choose your own path in the book or whatever, or you know, you're packaging it for you and you only, which again, you have to be like you said, organized and able to be able to do that. And focus. Yeah. So, because if you try or something to, that's achievable, if you try to take everything that everyone says and it's like you said, not harmonious and implement it, it's not going to work. So, I love that that you're saying pick mm. and choose what works best yeah. for you and what to keep and what to get rid of. And so, it's like you're cutting the fat, it's like get rid of the fat, the stuff that's going to hold you back and make it this concise, this concise process. And then mm boom, you're on your way because then your brain isn't overwhelmed. Oh my God, where do I start? Uh, this, this feels weird. This doesn't feel right. Da, 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 da. So love mm-hmm. all of that. So this is the final piece that I would say. The biggest, most important piece in this resiliency model is, I won't say it's the most important piece, it's a critical piece, is 
being flexible socially, helping people to reach out to others for support and assistance during change. And even though men get a bum rap, you know, I've come to find that women that I've interacted with in our society, you know, today are not much better. You know, their their attention span is they're really focused, you know, this type of stuff they aren't focused on, right? So to try to have these conversations, if I can't have this type of conversation with a woman, I won't, you know, right? I won't even deal with her. So, I mean, you know, it's important to understand that that stick to itness is important because we all are individuals. We're unique. There's nobody like us on planet Earth. So it has to be customized to you because there's no one like you and no one has your composition. No one has your context, your contextual limitations. You know, it's all unique to you all the time, right? There may be some similarities some commonalities, but it's very unique. But as a part of that, you know, and I guess as we're closing here, it would be a total waste of my time and energy to apply all this good stuff in my learning on a woman who don't want me and who has crap for brains. Yes. So I have to apply this stuff in fertile ground. And I have to, so fertile ground is not just the women who I'm interacting with. It's also the people who I'm surrounding myself. That's a really great point as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think we're going to wrap up this episode, but thank you so much, Ladon, for coming on and, and teaching us this stuff. I think learning how to learn. Absolutely. And how to navigate, like taking in all of this information that you're getting bombarded with on a daily basis is really, really important. New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please go and subscribe to our show. Do not download individual episodes. That's a waste of time when you could be spending that time on going out there and meeting women. You guys are awesome. We'll see you next week. 